Good morning, good afternoon, evening, whenever or wherever you may be listening to this. Welcome to the, I guess it would be called an epilogue episode, to the Waiting Room podcast series. If this episode propels this series forward, welcome to an intermission. For now, let's just call this a lift, an honest half hour of life encouragement, and we all say amen and get back to whatever we were doing. I'm Libby Olerich, the host and producer of this almost out of nothing creative concept called the Waiting Room Podcast Series. I released it a year ago today with nervousness, excitement, and relief that I had finished a project that had been on my heart for so, so long. If you're listening for the very first time and you're thinking, what is this, Libs? Tell us more. How emotional is this going to get? Please explain. I'll give you an overview, but keep in mind that the initial intro episode I released a year ago will provide a full scope of the project, including some wise words from guests I had the pleasure of featuring. Essentially what happened was, two years ago, I found myself in a very anxious, uncertain, normal waiting phase of life we all experience. I just didn't feel well. I wasn't happy with where I was in my life, and I was going through some limitations creatively. I was also facing some family and relationship struggles, and no one really knew because I don't go around telling people I'm upset. I knew it was time to take a small, tiny, cathartic, proactive move to see any change at all or believe change would come along. So I decided that proactive step was facing the core of my issues, impatience. Really simple word, really hard truth for me to swallow. This involved talking about that one thing, patience, with those around me. I didn't even intend for this whole idea to become a podcast. I just loved interviewing people and I figured that I'd record some conversations that were real from the hearts of my community and see where it took me. This creativity came out of desperation, and you can find lots of content about this topic on the internet, in documentaries, books, other podcasts. Being desperate to problem solve puts creative work in motion. It's a thing. My interviews with friends, family, about their waiting in areas of health, love, family, career, personal growth, and goal setting made up eight episodes, and we touched on it all. According to the dictionary, patience is defined as the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Funny about this definition is we all get angry and upset. We are human. We get annoyed, tired, sad, hopeless, confused, and sometimes emo pop from the early 2000s just speaks to us. Have I figured out what patience is? No. Nope. Still here. Definitely better. But I don't have it all figured out. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here talking to you about patience a year after releasing a podcast about waiting. So what is the point of this spontaneous episode? Well, with a year on Apple Podcasts, The Waiting Room has garnered a following and lots of inquiry about whether or not I will continue it. After I wrapped the final episode, I posted a video on my Instagram about what it was like publishing this project. It was a little heavy each week bringing up emotions back to service with each story release, but it was therapeutic and I learned so much more over the course of this process with others listening and sharing their feedback. I had proof that it was helping people and that meant so much to me. Being emotional is work, we all know that. And it's especially a lot when you're not naturally someone that talks about your own emotions very much. What I do daily involves listening to other people tell their stories and I relate and connect to them by facilitating the course of their story through camera and microphone. I don't prefer saying I don't like the feeling I have towards this person or situation or thing, etc. And I don't think many of us do, which is why patience can be as tough as it is. We don't want to feel the uncomfortable or admit the stars aren't aligning as they should be in our lives. I didn't intend to record an additional episode because the series felt so, so personal and too close to keep continuing at the time. 
I was confident that episodes I had in the can were enough and the project was where it needed to be to share publicly. I felt it could very well be a closed chapter, and now I'd move on to the next creative passion in front of me. So the day this waiting room idea came to me, again, that was roughly two years ago at this point, I've seen God work in ways I never thought he would, and that is the purpose of this episode. I want to share with you some wisdom I picked up along the way in this project and away from this series and why waiting and feeling and giving when you think there isn't a way out is the most pivotal time in the journey. The unknown is where anything is possible, and there really are no limitations on our outlook because expectations have been taken out of the picture. I have even second-guessed posting about the one-year anniversary of The Waiting Room because, well, the past year and a half have been filled with great times for me. Of course, some weird, awkward, how-do-I-handle-this moments, and there's been a lot of changes in my life personally and professionally, but it's been enjoyable for the most part. I've experienced a lot of growth, and I just thought sharing some encouragement and hope while it was on my mind with you was so, so important. It was important to sit in front of this mic in my makeshift studio storage closet and talk to you. You on this beautiful day, driving on your way to meet friends, on your way to your job, sitting at your desk, taking a walk, drinking coffee, drinking wine, not drinking anything at all. This is for you because I just felt like you needed it today. And I know I needed it and will probably need it again. This series, these conversations, this episode is not a quick fix, get over it solution. This whole series is about opening our eyes to coping, dealing, and not rushing to find the meaning of it all just yet. So as you're listening, please know I can't tell you what decision to make if you're in the process of making a decision. I can't tell you how long you'll be waiting. All of this in my brain, onto paper, and through your speakers is just a stream of consciousness decision of mine to publicly tell you that, well, I get it. It's hard. I want you to know how okay it will be even though you may or may not know what's ahead of you. Those that listen to the series will find that while this project came from a place of sadness, the stories also have a balance of humor, gumption, strength, honesty, and mutual understanding that none of us like to wait or feel prepared when waiting is our only option. In the middle is where we learn the hard but really valuable stuff that eventually leads us to the best problem-solving approach. And I just want you to know that wherever you are in your life, whatever level of waiting you may be in, It could be simple as the Starbucks line, traffic, as serious as an actual doctor's office waiting room where you're anticipating results you may or may not want to hear. I'm setting the tone, the perspective, the place that I'm coming from before I tell you more. Nothing complicated, just a simple wave of a hand, post-it note kind of message of hope. So here we go. More wisdom. Put this on pause if this is already a lot for you, but if you're ready for more, thank you for sticking with me so far. To you that may be in a peaceful season, a good time, let's jump up and down and sing a hollow notes jig in the middle of a park full of people season. I'm so, so happy for you. You deserve this. I want that for you. And I want that for us all. This episode is for you because I want you to remember to come back to it if you need it. Your good times and peace are an encouragement to us all because it allows us to know everyone deserves that kind of dose of happiness every once in a while. We need the lighthearted escape the sigh of relief, all about that, here for it. Again, not saying my life sucks right now. Another disclaimer before I keep going, because I think part of the healing is noting that there are happy people in the world and we all will experience that feeling if we try and believe it's a possibility. If you are in an awkward, scary, uncertain, or even devastating place, this is a time for you to find a few minutes of stillness. I hope I make you laugh. 
And if I don't, I'm sorry. I can send over some recommendations of my favorite Netflix comedy specials. I've watched almost all of them. But for you going through a hard time, I want you to remember the person I just addressed, who may be in a great spot in their life, and just know you're both listening to this episode. You both will have a life that ebbs and flows. So just know we're all on the same playing field. We're all human and need a pep talk every once in a while, if not daily. We all come from different backgrounds, and if you decide to listen to the episodes I've published so far, the commonality is the waiting. The difference is the people and their upbringings and timing of their experiences. This is what I want you to remember. You are here. You're getting up. You're going to work. You're raising a family. You're writing a song. You're writing a book, making a conference call, taking a nap, eating a sandwich, eating a salad if you're going carb-free, or eating a donut because why the heck not? You are doing the day as it was presented to you. You are doing your best. Those that do their best deserve the opportunity to be treated with the best. Does this mean you're entitled to the best? Does this mean the best will be here right away? No, but you deserve to work towards the best. The work you put in is worth it. And whether that's for personal or professional growth, we can't control the mediocrity that shows up in our lives. But what we can do is not let it tell us what we deserve and when we should stop waiting. Listen to your gut. And if you can't quite trust your instincts yet, take it all as it comes. Go for a walk, grab some caffeine or a cookie if your diet allows. Watch an episode of The Dick Van Dyke Show. Go to a concert and sing along to your favorite anthem as loud as you can. Play a song on your speakers that makes you feel empowered. Tell someone they are valued more than they know. Reorganize your closet. Try karaoke, and if you don't like it, you don't have to do it again. Go to bed earlier, wake up earlier, eat an apple, drink water, say a prayer. Because in order to continue your life calling, despite the fear you have and things not getting better, and fear of not having peace about this, I want you to feel somehow, some way, even if you don't 95.888% of the time, that someone truly cares for you. I want you to let go because that is a challenge I am facing along with you. Do not be afraid to go after your own calling, even if it's not what you expected or hoped for. Even if you don't know what it is yet, it is there. It will come along in due time. And when it does, do not fear that it isn't for you. While you are waiting, I want you to know who you are and who you are not. Let's start with the things you and I are not. You are not your achievements. You are not the expectations of those around you. You are not what you have or haven't done. You aren't where you've traveled. You aren't things you own. You aren't the responsibilities you carry. You aren't what your peers want or think you should be. You aren't your insecurities, losses, wins, confidence, good standard to whatever may be placed on you. All of these things change. They come and go. You are evolving. What I can tell you is that you are a child of God. He wants you to see yourself as he sees you. He wants you to see him in the pain you may have endured in past relationships, the challenges that have come your way in the world you've lived and breathed for so long. He wants you to fulfill the purpose in his vision and only his. I hope that despite your frustration and sometimes inability to forgive, that you will do well in whatever that looks like. I hope that you learn that working for what you want is going to be very uncomfortable. And sometimes what you think you want is not what you need. In order to discover that, you must know what God wants and that the effort you put in is not always going to be fulfilling. None of us deserve anything we own or anyone that has helped us along the way. We are all lost, finding a reason to rest, and be purposeful in the short time that we are here. 
I pray that one day you find someone that you can give back to and that when they come along, you won't hesitate in giving, despite whether or not they always reciprocate. And that when they do reciprocate, you appreciate them and that you both grow together instead of apart. I pray you will leave apathy at the door and run with all the care and passion and excitement I know you have deep down inside you. I used to think I cared too much. To care is to say no to complacency. To care is to provide hope for someone else other than yourself. To care is to take a stand. This episode, this series, is me standing up for you. I pray one day you realize what it means to live fully, that you trust with steps instead of strides. I pray that you don't always take to prove something to yourself. We are all trying to prove daily, and coming from someone who does it too, it can make me pretty weary. I can't prove anything because of grace. I pray you stay honest with yourself. Do not lie to yourself. If you do, those around you will never know the honest rules they have in your life, and you must never become so apathetic that you break your own rules. I pray that you come to peace with your mistakes and say thank you daily to the one who gave you the opportunity to be where you are now, that you made it this far. I don't quite know if we will cross paths, but what I do know is that if we don't, this is the connection I hope comforts you when you're down and that it's something you can share with a friend when you've been given the opportunity to lift someone up. I know you don't see it yet, but someday you will look back and recognize the strength you had in times you almost gave up. I know it pains you to let go of people and things you want to embrace, even if they aren't good for you. That only means you are not afraid of the flaws and struggles of those who cross your path. Saying no to what may look like the answer and saying yes to the waiting is so, so crucial and worth it, I promise. In time, you will have the stage to speak your voice, truth, honesty, for the hearts that are broken in similar ways you've experienced. That stage may be a classroom full of children, a dive bar of your biggest fans, happy hour with a friend that calls you and says, I need someone just to listen. It may be the waitress or those sitting at the table, the bank teller through the glass window. And by the way, if they still give you those green lollipops with your receipt, please let me know because I missed that part about going to the bank. They take my money. They owe me candy, right? Right. Anywho, it can be big or small. Hope is hope. And the ones that you speak to will not feel alone and they will see that it is possible to say no to the people and things that tear us down. The things that bring us anxiety or pain have no place in our direction. They have no place to stall us from the greatness our lives have in store for us. Will they help us grow? Absolutely. But they don't deserve more of our energy and attention. Where there are cracks of broken promises, the light can shine back through. Today, you may be sitting at your desk, on the couch, passing time of healing with a simple email to a coworker, or planning your next week of tasks. You may be passing through the healing process by listening to this, and you'll look back at the process of accepting your own pain and wishing things were different was normal. It was a human condition you could not deny, but it brought you closer to the step forward towards what is good for your future. I know you wonder how someone or something could change, despite what you initially had hoped for. But you know what? You are patient, you are strong and caring in how you approach every decision that calls you to be courageous. You may be hearing all of this with disbelief, and that is normal. I hope something comes along for you in due time, even if it's simple, that it reminds you things can only get better, that what you gave up will not reflect on your value. Bright things ahead will thank you for waiting on them, even when what you initially thought was for you could have been easier to keep. If you've listened up to this point, five stars, a badge, 
$10 off at Target for you. I'm impressed because when figuring out what I wanted to say, I honestly didn't know how long it take to record six pages. So what's next? I'm gonna try something. If you have a story or perspective about waiting, something you've personally experienced or something that has helped you through that season, write me. If you know someone who does have a great story, send this to them. If you know someone who needs this series or this episode in particular, forward it along to them. You can contact me at Libby at LibbyOlrich.com. I have no idea yet what I will do with these stories or reflections from others. Maybe I'll produce new episodes, but I need your help to do that. So send your waiting room story to me at Libby at LibbyOlrich.com. In the meantime, you can visit LibbyOlrich.com for all the fun content I am releasing into the world. You can also find social media links there as well. Thank you so much for listening. Take a seat, take heart. Welcome to the waiting room.